Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to Watch Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. And I'm David. And here we'll have an entertaining discussion on everything and anything watch-related. Please remember to like and subscribe on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And check out our website at watchfanatics.ca. Enjoy the show. So this year, Dave, Watches and Wonders, previously known as SIHH, we got a chance to see the digital version, the behind-the-scenes, live from Geneva, a show that we, Dave and I, probably would never be able to attend for a number of reasons. And uh, we got to see a lot of presentations of releases live from the CEO, manufacturers, and brands on a live, real-time basis. I'm glad you mentioned on Instagram, thank you, because I got to go and take a look at the show, digitally, virtually. They did a pretty good job of making you feel more inclusive, like you're getting the news firsthand. Usually, from watch shows, I have to watch a YouTube channel, and it feels right. like secondhand, but this time it felt like firsthand. Right. It was really cool. It um, was firsthand. It was a live release. Even if you watch it now, it feels like you're there seeing it firsthand and not through a third mm-hmm. party. Yeah, I hope it continues because you and I probably won't be going to Geneva anytime soon. And what were your, some of your favorites? Well, I'll narrow it down to two watches. I was really impressed with the FiberTech from Panerai. The Volcanic Lava Rock y- watch. Yeah. I like how they experiment with different case materials. But the FiberTech with volcanic rock, lava, it's amazing. Basically, lava is mm-hmm. what formed this earth, right? So it's really cool to now have lava in your wrist or on your wrist. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially free to mine. There's so much of it. I mean, you hear of meteor dials. You hear of mother of pearl dials. You hear of brass cases and, of course, the precious metals. But then lava bits of lava rock in your dial. That's pretty cool. I think Tissot did a stone watch yeah. in the 80s, right? But I don't think anyone's done lava. Yeah, I think it's it's a new material. And it's eco-friendly. And it's abundant. You like that watch? Yeah, anything made with fiber deck, it, it should be dirt cheap, first of all. But it probably won't be. Nothing from Panerai is dirt cheap, unfortunately. What what I'm trying to say is essentially that material doesn't cost much to purchase, if anything at all. I guess they do have to add polymers to make it strong and rigid and durable. So they do have to do some engineering to make it work structurally. But cost of material should be next to nothing. In theory, it shouldn't be an expensive watch, but it will be. They're asking 16,000 euros tax in. Yes, that's not cheap. But stainless steel watches should be cheap too, right? Stainless steel is pretty cheap. I mean, it's all marketing, right? If you could charge ten thousand yeah, dollars for a stainless steel sports watch, why not charge sixteen thousand for FiberTech? I also like the Rebellion Weep One. 
which is an amazing watch. Not my flavor, not my budget. It's 450000 American, but it's cool. It's a cool design. It's uh, asymmetrical tourbillon. The engineering and craftsmanship is incredible, and it's multi-purpose. You can wear it as a wristwatch. You could remove it from the strap, and it could be a pocket watch, or it could be mounted in your car as a car clock. Oh, really? It's one of those you can you can mount and use as a functional analog clock? Yeah, you totally can. But it's bloody expensive. And this is a watch I probably would have not known about unless I watched this virtual show. Any watches stand out for you? Yeah. As you know, I really like Vacheron Constantine. Yes. They introduced their new enamel dial watches, the bird watches, the singing birds. Beautiful. There's four different variations with the four different bird dials, and they're beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Enamel watch making is a very old technique. combines the, the two things, artistry with horology. Yeah, they look great. They have a nice little video where Vacheron went to Abbey Road to record their sounds that the watches make, the chimes. Dave, remember I went to Vacheron Constantine Boutique and I had a chance to sample the Patrimony Minute Repeater uh-huh. with a Zam. And he put the watch on the resonance chamber, which is a long bamboo device made by Vacheron to amplify the Minute Repeater sound as it strikes the plate. Very cool. Do you want me to talk more about these birds? There are four birds. One of the birds, you'll like this type of bird. There's a blue jay, nice. robin, nice. a hummingbird, cool. and the blue tit. The what? You what? heard me right. It's a blue tit. Oh, that's from um, Galapagos Islands. It's a very rare bird, I don't actually. know where they're from, but I like tits, so I like this one. Yes, you do. <laughs> Oh, wait. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm getting that bird confused with the boobies. There's a bird called boobies on Galapagos Islands. Yeah, That's probably the bird. The blue tit. No? It's a different bird altogether. Those two birds should get together. They probably should. (laughs) They make a great pair. Overall, any other impressions of the show? You know what? There's a really nice watch from Jacob & Co., you know Jacob & Co? They make all oh, these yeah. fancy million-dollar watches. The Astron- Astronomia, probably the most famous one. They made a watch to commemorate the Bugatti Chiron. It's called the Chiron. The Chiron? It's, it's it- actual replica of the W16 engine that resides within a Chiron. Oh, no way. That is cool. Do you know yes. the price of that watch by any chance? I think it's a 280 US. Damn. Well, it's yeah. much cheaper than the Bugatti. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, if you can afford a $2 million car, what, what's a quarter million dollar watch, right? Yeah. So we like cars. Do you like the. Do you know anything about the Chiron? Yes, I do. It's the successor to the Veyron with the same W68 liter W16 engine that makes 1500 horsepower. And can go to a top speed of 261 miles an hour. So it's pretty damn powerful. Pretty amazing piece of automotive engineering. Getting back to the watch, the partnership with Jacob & Co. In making this watch, Jacob & Co. went to great lengths to replicate the engine. You know, I'm going to take a closer look at that watch for sure when I get off this podcast. Yeah, they took the block and they 
replicated the block out of sapphire glass crystal. And um, they put 16 little pistons in there, all sapphire glass. And they have this button when you push it, it rotates just like the real engine. It has a little bit of an animation. All right. Cool. I like yeah, that. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, Jacob and Carl. large they've, watch, though. They, they've got some crazy watches out there. I don't think they've done a, an automotive engine-based watch, though. Not that I know of. This watch at 280 is a bargain. If you can afford it. Hey. Well, you obviously have to be able to afford it. It's the, it's the Jacob and Cole value watch. For the common rich man, you know, if you're a millionaire, you, you might be able to afford this. Maybe. Well, you wouldn't even be looking at marks and brands like that if, if you're not making a million dollars annually, right? It wouldn't make any sense. So what do you think about the other parts of the show where they interview some of the people in the watch industry? What was your opinion? It's great. To, like I said, that you get to hear from the CEOs of these brands or the head of marketing, and uh, they get to introduce their watches releases for this year, 2020. So that's great. Yeah. yeah they, it was done beautifully, professionally. They have also had interviews with people not directly involved, but other influencers. For example, your your boy crush had my a buddy. three minutes interview. My buddy Way, yes. Did you... I didn't actually listen to it. Oh, okay. Could you tell me what what he said? Oh, he was talking Can about how COVID-19 might be affecting business, how it's affecting watches, how it's affecting fashion, how it's affecting him. Because when you think about fashion, so much fashion comes out of Italy, and that's all put on hold. So he has a three-minute video on Watches and Wonder, and it, it's pretty good. All, all of them are really good. I, I didn't really enjoyed one right. segment where there was a group of people they interviewed and they asked if they considered time a friend or a foe. So, Kevin, what do you think? Do you think time is a friend or a foe? That's a loaded question, Dave. Time is a friend. It can be a foe. But uh, time is finite. We all have a finite time on Earth. And depending on what perspective you look at, I treat time in terms of horology. I love watches, so having able the ability to wear a watch or a timepiece every day, I'm very grateful and thankful where we have different timepieces to wear and they are made by artisans and watch manufacturers around the world and we get to enjoy these beautiful things on a daily basis. So I do not see time in any negative fashion. Oh, There's interesting. Well, myself, I look at time as it being a trickster. It's a trickster. It's a it's a unit of measurement, right? It's measured subjectively, but in life, it's experienced objectively. And like you said, for each and every one of us, it's limited because we often think time is unlimited. So we think tomorrow will be another day, but really, tomorrow is one less day. So are you saying that we should live every day to the fullest to the for the moment? Uh you you should. We should try. But we should be mindful that like you said, time is finite. And once it passes us, we can't get it back. Like yesterday yesterday is gone. We can't travel back in time and make corrections to yesterday. 
So this is something you can we can uh, debate on all day long or talk about. Yep. Overall, I really enjoyed this Watches and Wonder. I'm thankful that you told me about it. Well, you're very welcome. I'm glad you got onto the site and you got to see the releases live. Yeah, it's cool. That is cool. Yeah, maybe one day we'll go to one of these watch shows live if they're still around. For these shows to exist, these manufacturers have to spend a lot of money in setting up uh, not just the venue, but everything else that comes along with it. And the logistics and the finances are huge, as you know. So we'll see how long this lasts. For the industry's sake, I'd hate to see a show disappear. So in the future, I hope they could do both. Have a virtual show with the releases, but also continue to have a show where people can, you know, save up and go to. Here's the counterpoint to that. A lot of people who are buying these brands, these are not regular brands for the most part. These are mainly the high-end brands. And for the high-end buyers, they don't really need a show to see a watch that they want. Basically, you could just go have a private one-on-one at a boutique. And you can see everything you want from that manufacturer. So I don't think a show is that relevant for the actual buyers who are spending six figures. They don't need a show. Let's hopefully they do full digital in the future. So you, And we can go to the show every year. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you haven't had a chance to watch Watches and Wonders live... Subscribe to their YouTube channel. They have many of their videos and interviews and releases all on YouTube. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our website, watchfanatics.ca. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Thank you. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.